Welcome back to another episode of True Sight Talks. It's your boy Jeremy Long and the Big Whip. Here I am, Lucas Wood. What's Lucas cracking? Wood. Uh, we have some news for you guys. Some cool shit. So we uh, just started our new Patreon account. Finally so, got that figured out. Yeah, got that set up. So we, if you like the shit that we do, if you if you want to support the shit that we do, head over to our Patreon page and just. Uh, yeah, take a look at it. See what you if yeah. if it's something you'd like to do. And it it will be under True Sight Network, by mm-hmm. the way. So, just look us up. We're there. You know, we we have some tiers for you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, also under True Sight Network, we've got our um, YouTube page, uh, which is all updated and shit. We've got some new videos coming out this week. Yep. Got a video for 150 feet beneath the surface. Satellite pilots. Uh, Final song on Lovely Day. Yeah. Uh, it's it's going to be a cool one. comes out on Thursday of this week. So that'll be... What day is this? Tuesday's coming. Uh, yeah. So okay, so this is Tuesday. Two days from now, days, you got a cool yeah. video. And that's uh, that's all Super 8 footage that I took on tour and shit. So it's real... Uh, it's fucking awesome. Yeah, it's, I really enjoyed watching it. Also, we just put out... We're putting out a new comedy skit series uh, under True Side Network. It's called... Uh, what is it? SoundCloud. The SoundCloud Diaries. The SoundCloud Diaries. It'll it'll probably be a different name. I mean, like that will be one series within it. Yeah. You know, but we'll have different shit, different right. skits and stuff. But they'll be just ongoing skits. So the first one is the SoundCloud Diaries. It's you know the story of uh, three aspiring trap rap SoundCloud artists living in a house together. They're trying to make they're trying to make the best uh, best record on God. You know what I'm um, saying? <laughs> yeah. So go ahead, go check that go out. Check it out. It's good shit. It's, it's funny. It's it's funny. We got face uh, tattoos and shit. Yeah, we ruined our faces for a gig. Yeah, for, dude. I sent my mom. I, I sent my mom that. And she yeah. fucking called me today, and she was like, I, "Please fucking tell me that's not real." And yeah, I, was I, like, thought, I thought she called last night too. Which she did, but like, she was fucking. Oh, she was dying about it. Yeah, I sent her a, a picture of us. She was like, "You guys don't even look like yourselves." I was like, "I know, it's really bad." My dad, uh, my dad called me about it, and he was like, "You know, I think he could pull it off." He was like, "The kill sluts. It just really fits your personality." And the braids. You just looked like Kid Rock, dude. My mom kept saying I looked like Cottonwood. Hey, Cottonwood. Oh. You're like a cross between Cottonwood and Kid Rock. like Yeah, I got the cargo, the fucking uh, army, pa- yeah, army pants and cowboy boots. You're not yeah. even wearing, you know, commando boots. It's cowboy. I got to switch it up. I got to get, like, some, some like, flip-flops or something. Like, wear the, the, the army pants, but wear some, like, flip-flops. Gucci slides, with dude. Gucci slides. I'll have to see if Noah has some slides. He probably does. I bet he seems like a slide-ass. Motherfucker. I used to have some slides. I had like Adidas ones, but dude, they fucking hurt to wear. Like they're not comfortable. Adidas ones? Well, they had like a separation between all, like there was like pads on them that were like filled with air, but then between the pads, there was like little separating pieces. And once you broke them in, those separating pieces would like cut into your fucking foot. Damn. And like, 
Yeah, it was like yeah, I mean, it was almost like you're supposed to wear them like fucking three times, and that was it. They were comfortable as fuck before that, but they looked so dumb. It was like it was just what was trendy right then, you know, and like like Osiris's mm-hmm. rest in peace. Even yeah. though you're still a company. you're still out, but fucking you're dead to everybody. XD Rar, man. Yeah, with the snake bites. I know. I still <laughs> see some people with them, and I'm just like, where do you even buy those? Anymore? Journeys, man. They do still, they still they sell? They still them? slang those things. I wonder if they. I wonder how well the company of Osiris does. Hey man, I'm sure at the end of the day they're counting their bills and they're like, fuck it. Like, yeah. I I wonder if the CEO wears Osiris. <laughs> he shows up to the office and fucking lime green Osiris is and he's like, I just hit hit the biggest vape in my life in the parking lot. Yeah, he's like a he's like a fucking millionaire, but he still pulls up in like a ninety two Civic. No, dude, it's a Pinto dog. He pulls up in a Ford But it's spray painted like fucking camo or some bullshit. Like <laughs> <laughs> he gets out and instead you know like in the 90s it would have been like cigarette smoke or he's been hotboxing no he's just ripping a fat mod yeah and he's just he opens the door and just blows it all out and fucking his his subwoofer's still pumping fucking red bull and then cans he, he just looks out. over at the head of marketing and he's like sup steve and he, <laughs> he's like hey greg <laughs> he's like you got any sick ideas steve and he's like greg i I don't know anymore. We haven't had sick ideas in fucking 10 years, He's Steve. Like, we'll hit this strawberry lemon pie jewel or, or fucking vape dog and you will. And he's like, it's just nicotine, dude. He's like, get that nick, bro. He's like, get that fucking nick, bro. Fucking nick, man. All right. Anyways. Yeah, that's the end of the Osiris yeah, guy. Yeah, fucking Osiris. Anyways. I uh, actually want to see what the CEO... Um, hold on. Yeah, pull it I'm up. Gonna I bet he's this. bald. 100 bucks. Says he's... How do you spell Osiris? Oh my god! <laughs> I had a brain. Wait, no, oh, maybe that's. Um, I'll see. It's O S I R I S. Oh, I, I thought I was saying a different language. I think Osiris. I just spelled that wrong. I definitely oh, spelled that wrong. I spelled it wrong. I'm Osiris an idiot. shoes. Osiris. Oh, it's O S I R I S. Did I say that? Oceanside, California. Oh, dude, it's perfect. Ford Pinto weather all the oh, way. Oh, they're owned by Mios. What the fuck is Mios? It's like a, I think it's a tech company. Weird. What? That's dangerous. They probably have a social media algorithm. It doesn't have their CEO. Tony Chen. Tony no, Chen? No, no, oh, I was going to say. Fucking, we got a little Jordan Belfort over here. Yeah, Tony Chen. No pictures of Tony. He's not real. We just uncovered a conspiracy, folks. Oh, no, dude. Oh, my God. He does not look like he owns Osiris shoes. Let me see. Let me see. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> no. Dude. Motherfucker. That's just a sensei, dog. What the He's fuck? He's number third. Uh... He's number 1,349 on the Forbes list. This motherfucker's worth $1.8 billion. And he's Fuck you, Tony Chen. Fucking Tony Chen. Oh, no, no, he just probably bought that shit out. Oh, dude, I get And, it. like, yeah. I bet he owns that Mios company, too, or whatever yeah, they are. Yeah. I've seen that name. I don't know what they are, though. Tony, 
Mia's. Mia's. Yeah. Like I've seen it. I wonder if it's like a, a product, like a production, like visual effects company. I think that's what it is. I doubt a visual effects company is worth one point eight billion though. Like or would get somebody to that point. Let's see. You know, you never know. Like maybe small time. How did they spell that? Mios. M I L S. I'm not gonna find it. Okay, that's that's too long to be going down that rabbit hole. <laughs> Anyways, Tony Chen. Shout out, sponsor us. We need some money. Yeah, fucking throw me a couple. If you can throw some bones for those dumb shoes, you can throw some bones for. Dude, for if us. you throw me some bones in those dumb shoes, I'll I'll wear. I'll them wear for them like, for like a. If you want to sponsor us and give us money, I'll fucking wear Osiris's. I'll also pick up only penny boarding and only on like super certain baby. days though. And only if I'm in a city that I don't know anybody in. And only if that city is on a fucking rock in space. Then I'll wear Osiris's. <laughs> Again, I, I did wear them at one point, though, religiously. <laughs> you did. Dude, I fucking... Every, I, have, I have scars on my feet because I dropped a plate of spaghetti that was fresh out of the pot and my Osiris's worked as a fucking funnel and just scooped up all the fucking sauce as it fell and just <laughs> filled up my shoe and Dude, burnt the fuck out of me. It all makes sense now. I literally quit. I started wearing Vans after that happened. This motherfucker, Tony Chen, he's data from fucking the Goonies, and he made Osiris's to be able to catch hot liquids, and they just double hacked. You, you know, he fucking figured it out. He said, "You know what? Save your body, roast your feet." <laughs> what? Save your body, man, from the from the super hot sauce, dude. Roast yeah, but your it feet. still ran down my legs. Well. You should have been but wearing... if I wasn't wearing fucking funnel shoes, <laughs> you should have been wearing the Osiris sponsored jumpsuit, and you would have been completely. Yeah, protected if I was wearing toe. Billie Eilish pants, I probably would have been okay. Oh, <laughs> uh, fucking Billie Eilish! I, yeah. I don't get the hype. It's it's a pop star, dude. Nobody ever gets the hype. I don't understand. I kinda, I mean I, I, I think honestly, I think some I've heard a couple of songs. I was like, yeah, I that's honestly cool. kind of get it. I see why she maybe would be, maybe she's I, I actually like. like I enjoy her being a pop star over other pop stars because yeah, she's like she's unique def- and yeah, different yeah, about yeah. it. And like honestly, like visually to her, all of her work, she has a lot of really cool right. artwork, okay. you know, along with it. Like I don't know, it's not my like the music's not my thing. I, I, but also like you got to remember like she's only like seventeen, so is she really. Yeah, that's why. I mean, I don't, I don't know that. yeah. So like you got to kind of cut her some slack because it's like every I was fucking annoying as fuck at seventeen, you know. Yeah. And like, I wonder, do you think she wears Osiris's? I bet she has. They seem like they're up the alley of what she'd wear. <laughs> yeah. See, I was the Supra kid. Okay. I always wanted Supras, but they were more expensive. Yeah. And so I never bought them. I got them. one pair of Supras my whole life. and, and Although because they I were banged. less shiny, and I think that I that's why I got Osiris's uh, too. Okay. Because Osiris's always had that shimmer to them. Remember, yeah. I had that like shimmery silver pair. Yeah. And then I had, I did have a pair that was like neon something. Like yeah, neon they were neon green. green yeah. yeah. And I and I remember seeing. God, I was, like, dude, the early two thousands are weird. Yeah, this is a weird time for people, man. I remember seeing them and I was like, those are fucking tight. And yeah. I was all jealous, but I had Supras and I was like, these Supras are garbage. I need to get some Osiris's. And I never got Osiris's, but I just heard they were really uncomfortable. They were. They are. They were awful. Yeah. They gave you blisters and shit because they didn't actually, like, hold on the back of your feet, so you just fucking flop around. 
And, like, so you'd get blisters and shit from it rubbing on the back. And, and no one would wear them tied. <laughs> you remember that? Yeah. Well, I didn't, so that I could just fucking, like, hop into them like I was one of the kids on Ed, Ed, Nettie and, like, fucking run away. <laughs> blisters and all. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Also, at that point, I never wore socks. So my feet, <laughs> my feet smelled so bad that my shoes that had to be so kept nasty. outside. Because that is so nasty, dude. Like it was a known fact if I was going to any of my friends' houses, like their parents were like, "Okay, make sure he takes his fucking shoes off before he comes oh in," because it would make their house stink so bad that, like, oh I know I was a fucking, I, I was a disgusting th- child. At I don't that point. remember that. That might have been while you were gone, in fucking Utah or wherever. Fucking hell! Yeah. No, I definitely. I know it was you were when wearing... I went through like the Stacy Peralta phase. Yeah. Like but... when I first like grew my hair out and I like I, if I had to wear shoes I wouldn't wear socks. Yeah. But like I just rarely ever wear sho- wear wore shoes. No, like I remember you wearing them, but I don't remember that the stinky, the stinky feet. Maybe your feet stunk bad enough too to where you didn't fucking. You know what? You're right because I was the kid. I was yeah. We were just dirty children. Yeah, I was a dirty kid. Yeah, we all we did was drink Mountain Dew and play real or <laughs> truck. What is that mo- that motherfucker trucker game or whatever? Oh, real real mother oh, truckers or yeah, some shit. Yeah, real mother truckers. Yeah, we <laughs> we would drink Mountain Dew and play that shit, <laughs> dude. And there'll be fucking. Oh, I forgot that that's what I fucking did with my life, dude. And then we'd get picked up by aliens in the game, and we'd get all bugged out and start talking conspiracies and trying to crack the code to alien fucking languages. Yeah, and when we weren't doing that, we were fucking writing video games and pitching them to video game companies. And literally calling my uh, Microsoft and saying, "We have a video game idea." And they're like, "How old are you? <laughs> Seven. Okay, we'll call us some other time." Well, no, it's really good, I promise. I uh, I honestly still to this day believe that they stole Red Dead Redemption. No, I guarantee. The, the government was listening in on us. After we called Microsoft for the 100th time, they are like, Well, okay, no, because we called Rockstar about that. Yeah. Like, that is true. Because I remember calling them, because it was like when we, we were playing like San Andreas or something. Yeah. And I was like, they should do this, but cowboys. And I was and like, yeah. like, And then we came up with we like called a whole them. plot. Like a whole plot. Like you could rob trains. Yeah. We, we called them. And, and I like remember telling the front desk that lady that, which I'm sure they didn't actually fucking do that. But like, I, I remember at that point, I, I remember calling Red, or Rockstar and being like, you guys should make fucking Grand Theft Auto, but with but cowboys. In, in the West. And then they did. And I remember I called you when I first saw the trailer for Red Dead Redemption. I was like, motherfucker. And I was like, dude, they stole it. They stole it right from our fingertips. <laughs> Just robbed a bunch of seven-year-old boys. Because we, we wrote out the idea and we stashed it away. What was the other thing? There was another thing that I was like, I think that was taken from me. Like... We had we had a, one other cool game idea that like then became a game later on, and I was like, "That's bullshit." They took that shit. Was it Call of Duty Zombies? No, no, because I hated zombies. I, I, mean, <coughs> I still don't enjoy anything zombie. I feel. Although there's a new movie with Bill Murray and Adam Driver and shit that looks kind of funny. But Zombieland Two. No. No, it had a really funny catchphrase. It was like it. The whole thing's it's fucking packed. The movie like. It's like the biggest star-studded cast I've ever seen. Compare, even compared and it was like, to Hollywood or the fucking... It's like up there with that. I mean, there's like... It's like fucking Bill Murray. I think it's got like Tilda Swinton, Adam Driver. I mean, you'd have to go through. It's fucking... But the their catchphrase is like... Uh, like... 
the highest or like the highest paid cast to ever be disassembled or something like that or like the bet or the most star-studded cast ever be disassembled or something like that you know yeah, just yeah. but it was it was pretty good i was like damn that's that's a clever line camera clever log line i think that was the whole idea of the movie too was just to cast a fuck ton of really high yeah. name people in and a really like, like funny zombie movie you know that's the one thing i i do enjoy about like certain people who like include those big casts like some people mm-hmm. would be like uh they're of course they're getting this big fucking hollywood cast but it's right. like, those are all the best actors together and like right no i mean like that's, gonna, that's how it, i think it, about it, it too it's like it's you're like, gonna get like this fucking star-studded you know fucking extravaganza extravaganza yeah. and you're just gonna be like ah oh, this is fucking pure entertainment and all these people are like the highest caliber quote unquote right and so i honestly would be so intimidated though Oh, like dude, directing yeah. that no, I mean like, like that's something I think about all the time where it's like okay I've got all these actors that I really want to work with but it's like knowing the the other and I guess you can't think about it this way but like knowing yeah. the other directors they've worked with and the movies they've been on right. and stuff and it's like I don't know if I could perform to what they've worked on before you could know? you imagine fucking directing Burt Reynolds no, dude, no. I would fucking be creaming in my pants too often I, to fucking... Yeah, you look at them, you just... <clears throat> Although I think there's probably a thing where, like, when you actually meet those people, yeah. you just realize, like, they're just people, And they're you actors, know? and they're there to right. act, and they're there That to, was something that work. Alexandra Savior said during one of the interviews when they were talking about meeting Alex Turner, because it'd be like if uh, if yeah. we met Alex Turner, you know Yeah, what I mean? the way he, like, walked into the bar. Yeah, like, and, and then it's like, and then you realize he's just a dude, you know? Yeah. And it's like... It's, it's like the fucking mysticism goes away. Right. Like, you're like, right. oh, fuck, this is just a human being. Like, well, that's like, and I think maybe I've said this on here before, but that's why I loved reading that book about Stanley Kubrick and just hearing yeah, about yeah, all yeah. of his, like, shortcomings and stuff. Yeah. Which is, like, shitty to... to feel good about well, that but it, it just like, makes it, it humanizes him exactly. and makes it realize where it's like oh the only reason he was so good is because he never quit fucking working you know yeah. like he he got that good by just doing it all the time and, yeah. and like you know but well, and just, it, it just yeah. it dim- i think demystifying people is a really like it's something you should do i mean like you should have idols and love them but like demystify them and see them as people you know well, that's why I mean? i've started to enjoy like i don't know like fucking odd editing in films or like uh, yeah. continuity errors and right. stuff yeah no so i like, love that shit i'm like eh, no it's perfect perfect right this is like perfect this is this is not perfect you know like I'm well and also the things that you think are perfect like you know like an actor or something they do or whatever you're watching a movie and like to you that scene let's say like let's take just on the on this uh the the route of like stanley kubrick like the shining the scene where she's walking up the stairs and like swinging the bat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that's such uh, an intense scene and it feels like so perfect, you know. But like, I bet that Jack Nicholson watches that and goes, oh, "I wish I didn't make that fucking face." Yeah, or like or move like, my eye that way or like whatever. Yeah. All the little shit. So yeah. it's like it's probably not perfect to him, but to us because it's all we know and we only saw that one part of it, right. that one. Well, yeah, and it's version like it's of a it. final product. So for know? us, it's like it's perfect, you know. Right. And uh, no, that's interesting. I think about that sometimes when we're writing songs too, where it's like. Uh, and I kind of I kind of picked this out of the book from the, the Jeff Tweedy book that I was reading, where it was like he was talking. He was saying like, you know, you shouldn't you shouldn't be spending time on something like as minuscule as like how a hi hat sounds. You know, like yeah. that's not actually going to affect the sales of a record or whatever. You know, and like, and I don't really care about looking at it in terms of sales, but it's like it's not actually going to affect like the outcome probably all that much because people are just going to hear a hi-hat you know what i mean 
they're not actually going to like analyze the different pitches of how the hi-hat could sound or whatever, you know? So it's like, why would you even really worry about it? Just right. do it. If it sounds good, fucking let it be, you yeah, know? That's true. Like, no, no, no. That's kind of just something that I've been trying to realize is like, it, nothing has to be perfect if it's done and like, right. if it's enjoyable, <clears throat> you know? Yeah. Although you should, you know, spend time and make your things well, as good yeah, as they can be, but it, like, yeah. you can't fucking over over analyze every single you know? thing is it's gonna take it's gonna take a lot of time or it'll just drain you and you'll never yeah. finish it yeah. you know yeah um dude have you seen Endgame yet nope <sighs> fuck I know I haven't had any I haven't had any time yeah. lately I saw it and I, I told you about it the other day yeah we talked about it a bit yeah even in that I found continuity errors or like dialogue errors and I just was like yeah I mean, even with seven hundred million dollars, you could still fuck up. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's it. or even it almost, probably maybe even opens up the opportunity to a little bit more because you've got so many moving right. parts to when they're shooting that. That would that would really stress. I don't know if I could deal with a set like that. I think my sets are gonna have to be really small, crews really in like because I don't think I can handle having fucking hundreds and hundreds of people around. You know, Me while I'm trying to make either. this thing. Imagine like trying to even. <laughs> like fucking edit in that environment or like you whatever like lighting doing any of the fucking little jobs like mm-hmm. just that in general well and i guess that's what makes it like easier is that like there's just one person for every little thing that they have to do yeah. and maybe you don't actually have to direct that much with all of that kind of stuff like it's just kind of shit that gets done yeah and then you can kind of focus on shit but sometimes but still, when you see like, yeah. pictures and stuff it's like there's so much fucking happening here. Like, like looking at the behind the scenes, I saw this behind the scenes video of like the medieval attack in the Transformers movie, you know, when it's like show that like, what I don't remember what movie it is, but they show like a clip from way back and it's like the Transformers fighting in like a medieval war and shit. Um, it was like the last one they did or whatever. Oh, yeah. But like there's, it, there's this fucking fireball flying through the air, just like destroying shit explosions going off everywhere hundreds of people on set i mean literally like people are ducking from debris like crew members are ducking from debris and shit and it's like how do you maintain what you're doing like how do you actually focus on what's what happening you're actually doing. you know when there's yeah. that much fucking chaos and like that's why i kind of now i have a lot of respect for michael bay i don't like his films very much but i have respect for him as like a person yeah who can fucking handle stress it's like that's that's got to I mean, be so stressful on all of his fucking movies are like that. Even James Cameron, mm-hmm. and, you know, even Spielberg. Like, yeah, yeah. Some of the fucking shit Peter seen... Jackson. The shit that Peter Jackson did. Most like, of like, that's no, like green screen stuff. A lot though, of that's like... green screen. That green screen. But I, I've watched a lot of like behind the scenes of like you know, the the battle scenes, and they'll get like four hundred actual live people, Damn. and then green screen the rest. Yeah, yeah, that's I mean, and like fucking nuts. I've seen, man. you know, I saw some like, you know, back in the day shit from Spielberg behind the scenes, shit, like Indiana Jones stuff, and it's like, damn, these are fucking intense movies, man. Like, you know, it's that shit's it's it'd be I I don't know if right now I could deal with the stress. Maybe if I'd be been doing it for a while, you know, yeah. maybe if like. You know, 15 years well, of doing yeah, nonstop I mean, that, you probably might I guarantee you the first fucking set Spielberg was on, he, it wasn't more than, like, 20 people. Probably, yeah. And you just gradually... You know, you get, like, accustomed... I think, I think I'll probably always want a small crew, though. Like, to me, it just seems so unnecessary unless the scene literally requires you to have... 
right. a bunch of extra hands to do shit. But it's like most shit, you don't need that to film. That's true. With, you know, I think a lot of people just do it because they can. You know what I mean? I do personally want to film one scene one day that has more than you know a thousand people two thousand people mm-hmm. on screen because i want to do like a giant romanesque like right. war thing but i want to do it where it's like you're literally like talking through fucking a series of like a chain of command of like fucking megaphones mm-hmm. and like you're cueing everybody to do things Right to get the shot. That shit would be fucking nuts. No, yeah, that'd be. But, I mean, you know, I would like, like to do that, but, but I don't know if I'd like to be fucking practical. You know, like right now, no, yeah, like well, even even if we were big, like that's a lot. That that's is, a yeah. lot of fucking people, man. Like, yeah, but it would be cool. Well, and see, I think that it's maybe that I like smaller movies. Like, I like movies that feel small and like close. You know, they, yeah. like sometimes you can kind of feel that when it's like it's real close in and like yeah. intimate. You know, well, it's and like that's what I fear. Nothing in Las Vegas, right? Exactly. Like, like you can tell there probably wasn't a massive crew on that. And even if there was, just the actual film itself just makes you feel, feel claustrophobic. Really, yeah. You know? And that's the one thing everyone always is like, how do you like just watch this? Like I fall asleep to it every time. I can watch it sober. If I'm if I'm drunk or if I'm high, I that movie makes me I so watch it it'll high. make me feel yeah. like I'm gonna puke if I'm if I'm if really? I'm drunk. Um and if I'm high I get so fucking anxious that I can't like look at the screen. Like oh, I found myself literally just like looking away from it because like it makes me so fucking anxious Whoa. that I can't watch it. I get the total opposite effect, both when I'm sober and if I'm high watching it. I've never watched it drunk. But Honestly, kind of want to do like mushrooms and watch it because it might. I don't, that was because like watching fucking normal TV. Like I almost started crying because of a cheesy commercial. And like I, I honestly wonder what fucking uh, Fear and Loving in Las Vegas would do. Dude, you might lose your mind, man. Mm. If you if you can't watch it like. Maybe. Stone man. Maybe. I movies honestly freak me the fuck out when I'm high though. Like really. I mean, I can watch them really intensely, but it's like I, like the littlest shit will make me feel such intense intense emotions. You know, like yeah. I mean, that's, it's like the thing it. I was talking about with the shot of the coffee cup, and I was just like, what? I, yeah, I was just standing up, staring at the TV, just going, what, what, like, <laughs> looking the screen, <laughs> right? You yeah. are just Hunter S. Thompson. That's it. Okay, that's cool. You no, just, I don't want to be that. Man. No, um, that movie though. Is a comfort film for me. Just like I can't watch like The Shining and feel all that see, comfortable. The The Shining makes me feel beyond comfortable. Like see, that's I guess that's our paradox, right? Here, right. Is like you got The Shining. I got this movie that even when I even when I watch it, Stone, I do find myself anxious. But it's I get so anxious and then so comfortable with like being anxious that mm-hmm. I'm like, this is awesome, and I just I fucking think it's fall just asleep. Jack Nicholson that makes me feel comfortable, because like One yeah. Flew Over the Cuckoo's yeah. Nest is a comfort film for me for sure. But also that's just a comfortable movie, like the way the colors they use yeah. and like the the setting. It it feels all like I, I don't know. I get this weird thing with stuff that I can tell is set in like the uh, Upper East Coast. In like the the like winter or fall, you know. Yeah. I get this like such like such a cozy feeling. I honestly think that maybe I need to go there at some point, just to see that because it's like even just seeing it on TV or hearing music that kind of fe- sounds like that. Yeah. You I just like, like get all fucking cozy. I guess that's why I'm obsessed with The Departed because it's see, all... but I don't like that. I don't like the cities. Like I don't like uh, uh. stuff that I hate. Philadelphia-based movies. 
Um, I, I, I don't watch the I, or Boston. Yeah, it's the accent. Like, because, like, when you're in Maine or you're in, like, Vermont or whatever, or Massachusetts, whatever, yeah, yeah. they don't have that accent. I guess they do in Boston, but, like... Right. Like... They don't have the city. It's not, it's not like it is in those cities. It's not either. like Boston. Right. That that accent... Fuck, I, like, want to punch anybody who fucking has that accent. They can't help it's it, It's funny as fuck. Like, they can't it's help funny, it, man. I know, but it's just, like, stop fucking talking to me like that. Like... <laughs> What 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 do you want them to do? Change their whole vocal cords? No, I mean, I'm sure that if I met somebody, it's it's because it's always used as a joke in movies. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, so true. like, if you actually meet people that talk like that, it's not that exaggerated, and it's well, not and it's that like, bad. You, you know, like, listen to Mark Wahlberg talk. Mm-hmm. He's from Boston, and he has it when he talks without the acting voice. Yeah, you know. But even with the acting voice, he still has it. You mm-hmm. can tell. You can definitely tell. Well, but I mean, he. Uh, accentuates it a lot in, in movies sometimes. Ted is the one that he does. Right. In the one, even in The Departed, it just sounded like him talking. Mm-hmm. Which everybody else in there was just like accentuated. Like, I'm for fucking Boston. It's like, shut that fuck from up, Boston. Dude. I'm like, fuck you, dog. Like, listen to Jack Nicholson talk. You think he's from Boston? Yeah. In the film, he's he's from Boston, but he's... Where is... I wonder he, where he is from. Probably like New York or some shit. I, I can guarantee. see him being Watch it be from fucking like... Somewhere crazy. Iowa. Yeah. North Carolina. Uh, he's... <laughs> uh, he was New Jersey. Okay. That's Neptune City. That's fucking cool. That's kind of cool. Neptune City, New Jersey. wonder when that was, that was built. Neptune City? Yeah. Bur- the borough of Neptune City in Monmouth County. Eighteen eighty one. Hmm. That's cool, man. Yeah, see I really like that area of the US. Like I I think though that I wouldn't want to live in like a I mean like living in New York would be cool or whatever, but I think I'd wanna live in like a smaller town somewhere in like Maine or like Rhode yeah. Island or something. You know, like cause Yeah, like, I would I would live in Boston mm-hmm. just because I I like I'd wanna go there. It. I've never yeah. been there, but like I feel like I feel like I'd like it. I'd enjoy visiting there for sure, you know. But I just don't know if I would want to live there, especially with their winters too. Yeah, and you know that's the thing with the East Coast is I, I wouldn't want to deal with that winter. I want to live out there, I really do. But the winters, dude, I can't handle. Like, like Col- I will, I will live on the East Coast at one point, you know. Yeah. But yeah, no, I know I'm not gonna enjoy. Colorado it. winters piss me off, and you but know, see, the thing at least with those winters is they're consistent. I think that we get so pissed with Colorado winters because it's like one day you get a 60 degree day, and the next day it's fucking snowing. Yeah. And it's like really fuck. Like I had plans, you know. But it, like, if you knew it was just gonna be cold from this month to this month, it wouldn't be as like. Uh, yeah. You know what I mean? But. But then you have to deal with it every day. You know what I mean. At least and with here we it's get it's colder than it yeah, is here. Yeah, it's way colder. And you have the fucking Atlantic you right. know, playing into that too. Mm-hmm. So you're getting literally the shaft of the fucking Does storm. that make that colder? Because I know that like Lake Superior in Duluth makes that city warmer than the rest of the state because the water doesn't cool down as much. Because like, the Lake Superior doesn't freeze. I'm pretty sure oceans make it way colder. Well, but on the on the West Coast, like... Well, the West everything Coast like Montana hemisphere. Well, yeah, no, I know, but like I'm just saying, it might kind of work in a similar way. Like, port like Portland and all that doesn't get super cold. That's right on the ocean, but further into into Oregon and getting into Montana, it gets insanely cold. 
you know, and I feel like it's having the ocean right there makes it not as bad. But you're right. I mean, it is a different ocean. Like the Atlantic is just a lot colder than. Yeah. I don't know. I can't answer that. No, question. I am. No, I wasn't intu- expecting you to. I my, was just... my intuition says that with the Atlantic being way colder than most of the heavy, heavy winter storms come from that mm-hmm. side. And over. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Huh. I wonder. I wonder if that. But either way, I think I think it's just fucking cold. It's just cold. Yeah. You know, yeah. like is it humid out there? I'm, I'm not too sure. Cause like I mean, I know humidity. Like, it's like Neptune City has 61 percent humidity right now. Oh, that's probably humid. That's humid pretty humid. humid. But yeah, because like humid, humid is cold, right be, having it be cold and humid is like really fucking yeah. cold. Like I mean, Texas Texas winters are brutal. Well, in, like, Minnesota, when it, like, Minnesota's humid as fuck, you know? Yeah. And, like, when it gets cold there, like, no matter what you wear, it's cutting through that. Yeah, it's because fucking, you know, the, the, the humidity just attaches to right. every piece of you, and yeah. then it freezes to your body, and then you become a caveman uh, trapped in ice. <laughs> Encased in ice. They find you later on. Like, fucking, fucking three weeks later. Cast in your asshole. <laughs> you have... A bag of Taco Bell, because you just needed that quesarito. That you froze to death for. Wouldn't that suck? If you, like, journeyed out to get a quesarito and you froze to fucking That's death. That's what you chose. Right. It's, it's like when I was ta- That's when I was talking about how I ate Wendy's and then how I started feeling like I was going to die and be like, Wendy's was my last fucking meal. You had a serial killer's last meal, man. What's wrong with you? <laughs> That sucks, man. You could have went and stopped at Winchell's at least. I think like so many things I would have been disappointed with. Like, I'm trying to think of what I would actually have that I wouldn't be disappointed with. And like, it it might as well just be a fucking hamburger, you know? Like, unless you're eating like escargot or something for your last meal. But it's like, would I actually want that? You know what I mean? Especially at work. Or would I want some escargot? Would I want something that's like something I've ate my whole life that'll just kind of be like, all right, and this is. I, I would take a card of the cigarettes. <laughs> and take two. Back of Marlboro's. And uh, six pots of black coffee. Folgers. I'm sure there's somebody who's done some shit oh, like I'm that sure. where they just sat there and drank coffee and smoked cigarettes before. That's Honestly, that's probably what I would do because I don't enjoy food that much. Yeah. I would ask them for about an ounce of marijuana. I wonder if you can do that though. I doubt Probably you can not, do drugs. But I would ask. We're from yeah. We're in Colorado. Yeah, I would ask. It's legal. I like, want it. Just give me an ounce of pot, about like ten grams of shrooms, <laughs> so a lot, and then like some bread, some fucking peanut butter and jelly. Imagine going to your fucking death with ten grams of, shroom. of shrooms in your belly. Lock me up, daddy. I'm ready. <laughs> Sir, this is an electric chair. Fucking do it, man. I'm ready I to be sparked. I want the electric chair. Sparked. I want to go out in a blaze of glory. Put me on old Bertha and spark me up, bone daddy. I want to go. <laughs> spark me up, bone daddy. Yeah, no, dude. That's. I would not want the electric chair, though. That shit no, that is probably so painful. Suck, man. Suck. Okay, if you had to choose a way to die, what would it be? Like in prison? Anything. Or in anything? A fucking ayahuasca overdose. Overdose. Can you overdose on ayahuasca? I don't know. Or you know, some sort of like super p- 
potent psychedelic. Okay, yeah, I'd want to. I was gonna say I'd want to like be on like an ex, an insanely potent psychedelic and then like fall to my death, like jump off of. <laughs> I just picture what that would probably feel like. Oh, fly! Boo! You probably Bam! like you jump off like the Empire State Building and you're just like fucking tripping out of your mind you're like i'm going to or even like go up in a plane and like jump out over a city or something and you're just like fucking sky skydiving yeah and just el smacko dude and then when you hit el smacko you go into fucking looney tune land yeah and like fucking bugs is there and shit and they're like you're actually dead you're like what he's like i'm actually satan i'm about to fuck this shit out you and you're like Okay, I guess this I'm is still my tripping. Business. So this is kind of fun. Am I gonna wake up in a hospital bed later? No. Okay, I guess I'll roll. Okay, with imagine it. how pissed you would be if you died and the first thing you saw was Bugs Bunny with a 13-inch cock. <laughs> it's the Pornhub's but the Pornhub's version of Bugs Bunny. And you're like, no. He fucking he pulls his fucking 13-inch cock out of Yosemite Sam and turns to you. <laughs> What darnation? And then Elmer Fudd's like, I want some of that. I want some of that. Is that that's what he sounds like? No, no, he's like he's the Wabbits guy. No, but doesn't he do that like like? Oh, I think he does. I thought Porky the Pig did that shit. Meanwhile, I honestly never watched too much Looney Tunes. That was kind of the only one. I loved like the Roadrunner. And and Ky- like Wiley. Wiley Coyote shit, that was like the portion of it that I like to watch. But I watched a little bit of it, not too much. But Bugs just fucking annoyed me. Yeah, like and then you got Porky the Pig being a little. F- I think I think it was just that I never liked those characters. Yeah, because like I love Tom and Jerry. Tom and, and Jerry's uh, the shit, dude. And like even like fucking Disney, like Mickey Mouse cartoons and shit. Have you ever watched Tom and Jerry Stone before? No, it's great. I bet. You That's understand. like what it's made for. You literally understand. You're like, this shit is not okay for children. This is okay. I never thought that. I was like four years old and I was like, this is fucked up. Yeah. Like he just blew that motherfucker up. He blew that house down. Like yep, that motherfucker just done said howdy and chain smoked or not even chain smoked. He smoked a whole cigarette in one puff, one pull. He fucking put a piece of dynamite on a paper plane and then threw the fucking thing in a house, like <laughs> suicide bomb. Yeah, it was good though. Dude, it was good. That, was the, that was one of the best. Shows. I always loved the ones where they'd sing. And it's like that old timey big band shit. Yeah. Well, I loved it. Wasn't it all they always had like Glenn Miller. Yeah. Yeah. That's honestly why I feel like I love Glenn Miller so much is because it's like so deeply rooted yeah. in my childhood Same. of hearing that. It just makes me comfortable hearing it now, it which was, is comfortable music anyway, but... It was like the other day on Friday when I was just like figuring out shit to do. <clears throat> I like came home, fucking was playing Glenn Miller throughout my house on the record player mm-hmm. and like it was raining and thundering and lightning outside and I was just like sweeping that's how I started my day to day dude I, I was just like driving at work driving at work I had Glenn Miller playing and she's dumping rain yeah it's like, just it's the best music I just love how like secluded you feel from the world even like even being in the city and having to like deal with yeah. people all the time when it's all rainy and you just got like jazz like that on it just like big you feel swing yeah and... you just feel like it's just like you alone you know well, which it makes you realize like like, it was just, like, the perfect thing for Taxi Driver. You know what yeah. I mean? 
Like, cause it's just like always rainy. He's like yeah. always just driving around listening to fucking. And there's always jazz playing, you know. But yeah. no, man, I, I I think there's something magical with that music, mm-hmm. and I think that's where part of the shining makes me feel really comfortable. Mm-hmm. I do have my anxiousness with it because it's just like you know, just dude losing his mind. It's mm-hmm. like fucking anxious. But my favorite scene. Is when he goes back to the the gold room. The gold room, yeah. And and like, the way he's throwing those fucking pretzels or whatever he's eating in his or mouth mint or, or mint or whatever. He's like, he's like, and he's just kind of bobbing, like listening to fucking I can't remember his name, but that's midnight the stars above you, Phil something, and that's like playing and it's all nineteen twenties esque. He's like. Mm-hmm. He's like, hey there, Lloyd, or whatever, you know? Like, I just, I love that so much, because it's literally like, you're looking at a 1920s person wearing modern clothes, like, at the bar, and, -hmm. like, interacting with all these cats, and it's just like, that scene always makes me feel so comfortable. Yeah. Like. Yeah, I, um, I'm trying to think of, like, I don't even know what it is about that movie that makes me feel comfortable. Because I don't get any anxiety at all throughout the whole thing. I think it's, it's hmm. just like... I I, it, it, I honestly sort of feel like it's the sound mixing, which is weird because it's Penderecki as a lot of yeah, the fucking... Yeah. And, like, that music's made to make you feel, feel uncomfortable. Un- unnerved, yeah. And, like, and I just love it, you know? It's like I even listen to, to Penderecki when I write because it's like it just makes me feel comfortable, you know? Except for that... Uh, the, the fucking... Yeah, Thermopylae yeah. for... Uh, is it or is it yeah Hiroshima it, was, it is Hiroshima but yeah that, that song makes me feel like I'm gonna puke yeah when you were playing that for me the other day I was like I can't do this for long yeah no like, but it's made to do that like yeah. I, I was reading a thing about it and it literally is made to make you feel sick well I wonder if that's like if it's like uh, I think playing that playing into the Let's say, like, if an explosion happens and mm-hmm. that, that pitch in your ear. Well, that's what that is. No, that's what that's what that tone... Like, I, I can't remember what the, to, what the tone is, because I was telling you about this, where that movie that they edited and they put yeah, that yeah. tone underneath Throughout it. Throughout the whole... Yeah, to make people feel uneasy and shit. And I wish I knew what it was that I was reading about that, but... There's a t- it's it's the same way that there's like the brown note where you hear a note yeah. and it like makes you shit your pants, which I don't know if that's totally true or whatever, but. Um, Just keep talking. I'm gonna I look. know that I know that this tone does make you feel like you're uh, gonna puke, you know. But it's it's that it makes the same tone as when you get knocked out. The the noise you hear when you get knocked out, you know. And so I think it does. I think that song does do something like that in in. Um, terms of like bombs going off and shit like that let's see let's see what uh i want to say it was like d something i said it was like a number number letter kind of combination was the name of it not finding anything I wish I could see. I feel like I read this on a magazine. Okay, wait. Exposure to high-frequency sounds can make you sick. Let's see. Oh, you know what I fucking found this from? Was, um... 
Yeah, here it is. Um, it was the diplomats that all got sick from some sound that they said was, was crickets. Um, but they actually think that it might have been something else. They have like, um, they were hearing, they were all in like a, like a apartment complex or like a mm-hmm. hotel kind of thing. And they were all were on this one side of the building and everybody else on the other side of the building didn't have it happen to them. But there was like this sound in the woods outside that all made them feel nauseous and sick. Uh, like the second it started going and they, but it was all diplomats that were there. So they think that it might've been like a, like an, a, attack. an attack of some kind, you know, but then, but then they chopped like the, they chopped it up and said that it was, um, this happened in Cuba in two, uh, 2016, 24 diplomats complained about strange sounds and nearly identical and had nearly identical uh, symptoms. Um, uh, we know for a fact that sound at high volumes can, can damage hearing as well as disrupt sleep, cause headaches, induce stress, and even raise, raise blood pressure, but sound doesn't need to be loud to cause problems. Yeah, it's just saying that at a certain audio frequency, um, you can hear sounds between 20 hertz and 20,000 hertz if the sound frequency is higher or lower than that range. I can't hear it. Uh, but tell me what the fuck it was. Hmm. It sounds wanna, like they don't know. I wonder if that plays in with the whole like sound experiments that they did on San Francisco. Well, but this they they're saying that this they think ties in with the um uh with the like have you seen I mean they have like a the US military has like a speaker thing. Yeah. Like speaker a weapon that they use that they used on the on um some like pirate like like these people who had stolen a boat and they like pulled up next to him and used that and it like disables people um yeah it's like uh but yeah they don't know they don't know what it is but there is a tone um that's been used uh yeah this is a really long article so i don't know if i'm gonna be able to go through the whole thing but when i was reading through it was that that i found it from because hmm. uh, i had heard about that and kind of went through it but went they through, yeah. they were talking about uh a film that had used that and that, like, almost everybody in the movie, like, had that had gone to the the thing walked out, and like because it just everybody felt sick, and uh, and then I, it was I had already been into Penderecki, and I'd heard that song, and it made and it up. made me feel sick, you know, and then I started to think, what if he's using that tone, you know, a tone that makes you feel nauseous, you know, to to prove the point of what he's trying to say with that song. Um, well, I think it's like a slow coming thing for certain tones too. Like, I feel like <clears throat> even that Pandarecki song that you showed me, like it didn't really bother me all that much. We were listening to it quietly, though. I know, and that's the thing is like if it's loud, and at first you're not going to really be nauseous, but when you're three minutes of hearing the same fucking tone, mm-hmm. your body's going to go, or your mind and your eardrums are going to go. Fuck. Well, like, and see, it almost like like it was like I was telling you with that song that I slowed down for an hour and a half, like yeah. listening to because it's the same notes. I mean, because it would be like one chord yeah. would play for ever fucking five minutes, ten minutes, and it's just like the same like sound, yeah. you know. And that makes you just start to feel so like fucking pent up, and like it makes you almost feel like you're in like a rage, you know, like. I could feel like my heart like beating faster and shit, and like, you know that feeling you get like with your breathing when you're like fucking pissed, yeah. And your your breathing feels like 
dense. Yeah. Like not yeah. like not like you're breathing heavily, but like it just feels like you've got a lot of air in you. If that yeah. makes any sense, it like felt like that, and I was just like, "What the fuck? Why am I feeling like this?" And I was like, "Oh yeah, I've been listening to this two minute song." For the last fucking hour and a half, like it was probably fucking with my mind, <laughs> like, and then I turned it off, and immediately I was like, "Okay, I'm cool. I feel good." Like, damn. Yeah, dude, you're fucking fucking around with some weird shit, dude. Well, it's like I said, I just need sound. Yeah. When I'm writing, you know, and like, see, I, I like my... I can't have music. I can't listen to like music, so it just has to be tones. Mine's and so I quiet. listen to music in reverse. Because it's just like, you know, it's just tones of shit. Yeah. Or just slowing down music because then it's just fucking bass tones. I can't even listen to anything. I have to write quietly now. Really? I hate hearing the sound of my pen. I type. Or I hate hearing the sound of my keyboard. Too. I, don't, I don't like hearing, like, the sound of me doing it. So I have to have, like, something hmm. that takes that over. Yeah, I used to be that way. Now I, I can't focus. Mm-hmm. Like, I literally, <clears throat> if I'm writing anything, even... Handwritten or fucking on on, mm-hmm. on the computer and shit. I have to be well, and I completely did, quiet. I did just wear these headphones with no music for a while, but then I think that I'm hearing people talking to me outside of the headphones. So but it's just like my mind yeah. getting to me, you know. But yeah, so I'd all I'd constantly be looking around, and uh, and like that basement's scary enough already. Yeah, so it's like, shit, dude, I, mm, that doesn't seem fun. Mm-mm. Um, what what what? what, what, what oh, God, my phone is going nuts, man. Um, shit. I lost my train of thought, too. Yeah, I did, too. Fuck. Early in the week, episodes are always rough, boys and girls. Yeah, I guess one thing we should say is, like, you know, thanks to Tristan for coming on. That was a really good, uh, that was a really fun conversation, and I, I, like, listening back to the episode, I really enjoyed hearing his story. You know, again, it was a, it was a really, really fun conversation to be a part of. It definitely was the best conversation I've had in a long time. Mm-hmm. As far as, you know, real shit. Well, and people outside of our group, because we talk within our group so often that it's like, it's like I said, like living in our little world all the time, I kind of forget where what it's like, what it's to, like talk to be to outside of this. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's it's definitely strange. I... I I've actually noticed that my communication skills are a little bit wacky now. Like I'm with, not. With, I'm not good at talking to with, people with people uh, that I'm first meeting because, like, I was at uh, the store the other day. And I was talking to this. Some dude was talking about a you know band he was in, and I like, I pulled like a Michael Sarah. Like, hey, hey man. Like, I, no, not shitting you, dude. And I'm always like this outgoing, like fucking, right. like abrasive person. But I noticed that, and I was like, what the fuck, like. Because he was like, yeah, yeah, like, we're going to go down to Golden and play this show. And he was talking to somebody else, and I was just like, hey, hey, man, like, you playing a band? And he was like, yeah, man, who are you? And I was like, oh, fuck. I was why like, did why I did, did I do this? get myself into this? Yeah, no, I uh, <laughs> I had a similar conversation, although it went very well at a bar the other day. Like, the bartender was yeah. in a band and shit, and like... It was a, it was actually a good conversation, but usually those kinds of things, I don't want to talk. I do, like, that's as my soon thing as you too. start talking, you're like, mm. no, that's my thing is like, I don't want to talk to people outside of fucking, you know, like if I'm out in the world, like I don't want to talk, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And uh, so like when somebody just tries to talk to me, I'm always kind of like, like visibly standoffish about it, you know? And, uh, but this guy, I was like, I think it was probably cause I, I had been like working until, you know, it was like two in the morning when I went in there. Yeah, and like I was just kind of tired, you know, and like, 
So I think I was kind of open to just being like, all right, let's, you know, I'll yeah, talk to like, you. Like, I don't well, really give man. a fuck. Yeah. yeah. And he seemed pretty nice, but it actually ended up being a good conversation, too. So it was, oh, yeah. I mean, you got to take take your risks. You got to take your chances out there. No, but I don't know. I just thought it was interesting, like, how I'm so used to talking a fucking podcast mm-hmm. and then be with just, like, the same people who are, like, on the same spectrum. And then when... When I want to talk to somebody new, I'm like, fuck, like, it's almost like a chore. Right, no, and like... I'm like, when can we end this? Because I wish I wouldn't have started it. And not to sound like an asshole, I just, I'm like, fucking like, looking for my watch and shit. Like, oh, it's time to go, my fucking, someone's calling me, I gotta, I gotta go fucking wash my my tire. I find myself all the time getting into a conversation, and then I just kind of get into this, like, uh uh-huh. Uh-huh, yeah, okay, Uh okay, fuck you, all right, bye. Yeah, no, and like... And and I try not to be I try to be like as nice as I can yeah. to everybody I talk to, but like I I just I'm really bad at it. That's the, like it's 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 almost like I don't want to not talk to them. I just don't know how to, so I don't wanna like yeah. attempt to, you know what I mean? And like I find myself like with dates too. I've never been I've been I just like I feel like I should have realized this way early on, but like just now I was like, oh, I'm just, like, really bad at dates. Like, the only people that have ever ended up dating me, like, I didn't take them on a date. You know what I mean? Like, we start, oh, yeah. started talking and, like, became, like, they or some they knew me before or whatever, you know? Yeah. Like, it started without, like, that kind of thing. Because I think that the pressure of what that is supposed to be, like... Fucks your shit up. Well, and I also don't think I know how to do it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I think that, like, other people are probably good at it, and they've, like, developed their own style to dates or whatever. But, like, I don't think I know how to do it. And also, I hate... Like, there's this line in a song... Um, it's a Scott Walker song, and it's like, uh, and now we go and repeat our dreams to someone new. And, like, you know, you've told somebody all this shit, you know? Uh, like, it doesn't actually fucking pick well, out. Well, no, and then and then you've just got to go and like Dude, say yeah. all that shit again to somebody else, and it's but like, you don't. yeah, but it's almost it almost makes it's almost kind of fun because it's like I could just be a different person here, you know, like, and I do that sometimes if I'm never gonna see people again. Yeah, I just completely make up a person of who I am and like just tell them something completely different. So then they're like, like, they're like what? Yeah, no, like, like I. uh and I know it's bad to just lie about shit, but, like, sometimes I'll just be like, oh, yeah, I was just in Italy. Like, I, I'm on, like, a rock climbing team. We were just doing, like, this rock climbing thing in Italy. It's, like, fucking shit like that, you know? Like, because I know that I'm never going to see these people again, so I'm just like, I don't give fuck a fuck. Fuck Lucas. Or I'll tell them, like, my name's, back like... from Italy. Just climbed to the top of the Coliseum. Freehand. <laughs> Freehand. Only person ever to do it. You know what else? My name is Matt Horgesborg. Look me up on my the internet. Dick. Was out the whole time. Didn't even get arrested. They were like, it's just so big. We can't even believe it. It's so big and it's not erect. And he was like. They were like, that's the biggest dick I've ever seen. Is your name Matt Horgesborg? And I was like, indeed it is. And they're like, we have to let this man go. Yeah. Anyways, thanks thanks for talking to me. I'd love to never do this again. Have a good night. No, I've literally (laughs) told somebody like, um. Like, they were talking about something, and I was just like, oh, yeah, my best friend's in prison for triple homicide. Like, and just left. <laughs> like, that was, like, how I left the conversation. Fuck, dude. Yeah, you were in prison for triple homicide, Jeremy. Did you know that? 
I had a dream about murder last night. <laughs> That's why I'm saying fuck, dude. I've murdered so many people in my dreams. Dude, no, this one was scary, though, because I've been listening to so much true crime shit and, like, Mangala and all that shit that, like, right. my dreams are getting very hyper-realistic, and mm-hmm. I literally woke up and I was like, man, I really don't want to go fucking hide those bodies today. And I was like, what the fuck, dude? Like, I, I literally had one where, like, I, uh... It was like I had killed the people, and then I had a lot of time afterwards. So it felt super real because it was like okay, that's, I had that, been like yeah. in my car, then in my yeah, house, yeah, like no, thinking about what exactly I had just what done. I had. That's exactly you know, and like I, I remember there was a point like I sat on my couch and I was just sitting there and I was like, I just fucking killed somebody. You know what yeah. I mean? Like I was like, and he was in your dream. You're like. Oh my god. Yeah, you're like, I have become a murderer. Like, that's what my life has become. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like, and then, you and then I woke up and I was like, I didn't, what, the, like, and I can't believe, like, but I, then you feel yeah, weird. Yeah, you're just like, fuck. You're like, you could see how, I mean, sometimes to me it's like, damn, you can see how easily you could just fuck shit up, you know, like. See, mine was two people in mm-hmm. the same house and I rolled each of them up into like a carpet mm-hmm. and like, which is fucked up because we've written that in scripts before. Yeah, and I think that's where it like, kind of like... <laughs> Probably came from. But I don't even know why I was dreaming about that. Because the dream just started out normal. Like, I was just, like, hanging out with you guys. And, mm-hmm. like, after the fact... Because I think I bashed, like, one of them... Like, I killed them with a high heel, dude. Like... That is from a movie, too. Isn't that from the house that Jack built? No, that was a jack. That's a jack, yeah. But I killed I killed both these people with a fucking high heel. Like, I just picked up this stiletto and just fucking clocked huh. these two people. And then I was like, fuck, they're dead. Right. What am I going to do? And I was, like, looking around, and it was in, like, this grand house. And I was just uh-huh. like, well, they got fucking rugs. And so I, like, rolled them up. And I, didn't, I just left them in the house and, mm-hmm. like, turned all the lights off and, like, shut the door. And so, like... I just left him in this fucking house, and then, like, in the dream, I was, like, hanging out with, like, you and, like, Casey and everybody, and, like, Mm -hmm. and I was just, like, I had, like, that thing, like, how am I gonna hide these fucking bodies? Like, what if my friends find out that I murdered two people, like, last Mm -hmm. night? And, like, I just had all this anxiety and, like, stress in this dream, and then I, like, woke up, and I was, like... I I literally was, like, I don't want to go hide those bodies, and, like, Casey, like, looked at me, and I was, like, hey, and she was, like, are you okay? And I was, like just had a really scary dream now i don't want to go do the work in the dream but like (laughs) i've had it before though where i wasn't even dreaming and really killed somebody no but um no i was like i i had i had it once where like i thought about like i i was freaking myself out Mm -hmm. with like what if i don't remember things the way that they actually happen and then i like had had this interaction with somebody and then like had left it, you know, but then I started to think like, but what if it didn't actually happen like that? Like, what if I had killed them? You know what I mean? And like, then just went home, you know? And then I started thinking about it and it was almost like I worked myself into thinking I had done that, you know? And you're really worried. Yeah, no, and I started to get like freaked out and I was like, I was like, okay, I gotta like, I gotta drive back to where I was and and make sure that didn't happen, you know what I mean? And then I was like, it didn't fucking happen. Like, I can I can actually think about what actually happened and it didn't happen, you know. And then I'm like, but what if? Like, and uh, and I, I can I can freak myself out like that real well, bad and like. Yeah, I think that's the weird thing with the human mind is that you can mm-hmm. like, 
you can. But also, it makes you realize like you could probably do the opposite and kill somebody and make your think make yourself think like, oh no, we just went and had a picnic and just went home and then it was all everything's all fine and like you don't think that anything happened. But it also makes you think like maybe that's why like criminals a lot of times go back to the scene of the crime is to like see like did that actually happen or was I like or was this was I imagining that was I dreaming that yeah like. I need to go there and make sure it didn't happen. And then they go there and, I mean, it fucking happened or whatever, you know. But it, I was thinking that then. I was like, well, that's probably why people do that. It's just your, it's just a car. Shit's fucking, fucking with my ears, dog. It's a spaceship, dude. Dude, literally, living and recording in a in our apartment is very difficult sometimes. Because yeah. I just hear all these noises. I know, I really want to get, like... You know, a warehouse, but it's like, would that actually help us at all? You know, like, uh, yeah. it's it's like, we can do this so easily where we where we are, and it sucks that we have, like, outside sound and but, shit, but it's also, like, I like does my, it actually matter all I that much? I do like my apartment yeah. a lot. It's pretty cozy. Yeah. But, I don't know, sometimes, I mean, dude, fuck, last night, when you guys all left, I'm pretty sure a gunshot went off in the fucking parking lot. Really? Like, straight up, like, me and Zuri were, like, sitting on the couch, and I was getting ready to drive her to Fort Collins. I was just, like, talking to Zuri. And I heard, bam, bam! And I was like, what the fuck? And it, like, it was it was weird enough, because I was showing Zuri a video of, like, this <laughs> this fucking Buzz Lightyear with a firecracker in his hand. <laughs> and when it blows up, he, like, flips you off. And I thought it was hilarious, because I was stoned as shit. Right. And I was just, like, showing her, and it went off, and then, like, I turned my phone off, and then I heard outside, like, bam, bam, and I was like, fuck, man, and I, like, shut the window, Zuri got all freaked out, and I was just, like, sitting inside, and I was like, I'm gonna have to go out into that, like, right. whatever that was, yeah, I, have to go I'm gonna, there. I have to go face whatever that is. Yeah. And I just, like, walked outside, and it was, like, raining really heavy, and it was, like, fucking midnight, and I'm like, like fucking cigarette in my mouth and I'm like watch I'm gonna stop to light this shit and like someone's gonna axe murder me in the back dude I think about that all the time just like especially when I'm just like walking in a city you know yeah and I'm like, I could just get fucking stabbed for no reason. It's like the dude, the fucking bus station person I saw that just whipped yeah. out a knife today. Yeah. Like, like, it was like, you know, what if you just fucking bump into that dude and he just stabs you to death because he's wigged out and fucking, you know? Like, what if that's how you go out? You know what I mean? Get stabbed to death by a bus station person. Right, exactly. That's probably what I deserve because I talk so much fucking garbage <laughs> on bus station people, but... They're literally on another realm of existence, but... And I don't mean everybody that takes the bus. I just mean people who are wigged out and fucking... Who are basically on crack. You know what the fuck I mean. If you're going to come at me, fucking come at me, dumb shit. (laughs) Anyways, do you ever get scared that someone's going to pop up? Sorry, I just saw one one of the the roomies go by the crack in the door and it freaked me out. Dude, I'm getting freaked out now. But wig it out, man. Do you ever get freaked out when like uh you like get into your car at night and you expect someone to like like sit I up check I check my back seat every time. Well literally, um when I drove the bug, I had that happen. Like some kid got in the back seat as a joke at school, uh, because my car was easy to like jimmy the door on, you know? And there was like a kid that had seen me do that when I locked my keys in my car yeah. or whatever. And I, like, got in, and there was, like, a kid in the back seat, and I was just like, oh, fuck. 
Like, people can just get in your back seat if you, you know, I like, but also, like, I'll forget to lock my car all the time, and so I always, like, when I'm getting in, I always kind of, like, look have, to make sure. Do you ever have that, like, long-term paranoia until you get home, where mm-hmm. you're checking the fucking rear view, and yeah. you're just, like, waiting for it? I've also always worried about somebody just, like, following me, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I, I get real paranoid. Sometimes I'll think people, it's like, somebody's following me. Yeah, I do the same thing. And, uh, I do the same thing, especially when I'm driving around. Yeah. And, like, some, it's just, like, too many, like, perfect turns. Right. And I'm like, what the fuck you doing, man? Well, also, like, like, my habits are so stuck down to the same thing. Like, yeah. you know, I'll, I'll go and, like, edit at the same place at the same time or whatever. Or if I've got, you know, got yeah, to do work or whatever, like I'll go there, there and like do it at the wa- same time. Yeah, like, I'll get home at, from work at the same time. I'll go to the same restaurant before I come here to, to do this at the same times every night. You know, and it's like, if somebody really wanted to, they could totally plot down my schedule and just follow me wherever I needed to go, you know? Uh, dude, you're and like, me cringe, man. I know, and it's like, but uh. it's it. But everybody really has that. I mean, there's very few people who have, like, who just a, yeah. a completely fucking, like, what? random schedule, you know? And, I mean, there, there are people who fucking, I mean, stalk and follow people, and, like, it's, it's, it's fucking it's so, freaky. It's so creepy to think. Like, imagine you, like... Especially with, like, internet. I mean, the internet makes it probably so much worse now, but, like, I'm sure that there's, like, some, you know, chicks that, like, some dude gets obsessed with them on Instagram or whatever. And, like, and... uh, Or vice versa, too. Right. And then then finds out where they live somehow. Or or they post about where they work or something, and then they go to their work and then somehow find out where they live or whatever. You know, I'm sure there's people that do that kind of shit. That's such a crazy feeling. But, like... Imagine you fucking... You're, like, getting up to take a piss in the middle of the night, and your window's open. Yeah. And you're, like, coming back to bed, and you just notice someone standing outside. Or in your house. Like, that's something that... Fuck that shit, dude. Damn, you just scared me. That was too loud. (laughs) Dude, I don't want to talk about fucking people being in my house. That shit scares the fuck out of me. Yeah, I know, dude. That's my biggest phobia. That's what, like... I mean, serial killers. Like, that's what... Yeah. It's, uh... it's, it's, It's something that, like, you do need to worry about, you know? Yeah. Um... I mean, not so much where we live, but, like, I worry I mean, about even that. Then, it I worry about that, that yeah. with, like, Jane in New York and shit. You know, it's like, yeah. I could see, you know, some dude following her home from work or whatever, you know, and figuring out what where her apartment is or something, you know. But it, but you got to think about it even from our terms, too. Small city. Right. You got Jeffrey Dahmer. Or even, like, I mean, Wichita's not small, but it's not Fucking big. You know, you got BTK yeah, there. And Ted like, Bundy. And, yeah. Like, yeah, I mean, like... And we're not really the demographic most serial killers would go for, but, like... But still, like, just the idea of, like... I guess anybody could have their thing, though, yeah. you know? That's, like... I mean, uh... What was it? Jo- uh, Joseph Kel... Or if Kellinger I say some bullshit on this and somebody and fucking decides they want to kill me, uh, come so at me. If you My want... goal in life is to be assassinated, so fucking go If for you want to come try to kill me, just let me put you in headlock first. That's all. I... Like, give me a fair fight. Yeah, no, that's the thing. If, you, if you're going to kill me, don't just shoot me. Like, yeah. I want to see you. I want to look you in the eye before you shoot me. Like, I want... If you're going to stalk me into my home, and I'm going to have to wake up in the middle of the night and have to fight my way to victory, which I will do because I know jujitsu. I will win. I, I would want to be able to host a fucking showdown and put your ass in a motherfucking guillotine choke. Or you could shoot me. 
Either way is fine. No, if somebody was going to shoot me, though, I would want to look them in the eye. Yeah. Like, like I, I would I'm want like, them all right, to. bitch, like, let's I mean, like, do it. I mean, like, when, when I was, like, reading about, like, John Lennon's fucking assassination, like, I just, I mean, like, it was inevitable that he was going to get shot, yeah. you know? But, like, I just wish that the guy would have, like, had the balls to just shoot him there when he was looking yeah. at him. Because it's, like, imagine just, like, you're about to go inside, you're about to talk to your or your wife and your son, you know, and you're, you're, you're not like scared. You know, you don't, you don't know you're about to die. You just turn around all of a sudden you get fucking blasted. Or would that be better? I feel like I would want to like see it. And then that's the last thing I see, you know? Well, I, I just feel like it would, it would bring some closure of just like, I'm about to die. I'm dead. You know what I mean? I feel like that would be comforting rather than just all of a sudden it's just blackness. I know? feel like if it was an assassination attempt, yes. But if it was just some dude just on a killing spree, mm-hmm. I would be like, fucking, if you're doing it already, like, I want my last memory to just be nothing. Mm-hmm. Just a random thing. Yeah, whatever, whatever happened. You know, I'm having a dream that. about fucking cannolis. Like I don't know. Like I <laughs> dream about cannolis. I do sometimes. Human cannolis in carpets, apparently. What? Say that again. Human cannolis in carpets. That's what you dream about. <laughs> I just it really, took you a bit to realize. I was like, I was like, <laughs> I was like, what do you mean, like, duh, like fucking human, like skin cells? Like, I was like, Sweeney Todd. I was like trying to fucking math this out in my head, but I get it. Yeah. <laughs> no chocolate glaze, though. I guess that's where the dirt comes in. But <laughs> you could make a chocolate glaze oh, out yeah. of what would you make? Rope. No, 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 no. You just—it's got to be liquid. It's blood. That's not chocolate. cherry glaze, okay? It only comes in cherry. They're out of chocolate. Okay, you've got to fucking pump their ass. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, that's enough about the human cannolis. Um, That's the name of this episode. Okay. Uh, But, (laughs) fucking, that's so nasty. Like, no. (laughs) I do dream about real cannolis, like, on a plate. With some powdered sugar. I've literally had one cannoli in my life, and I was kind of unimpressed. You probably got a shit fucking cannoli. Yeah, but how do you know when they're good? I mean, you like... You go to, like, a fucking Italian deli. I know, but, like, how do I know if that's a good one? You just know. If, do you? If you get it from Arte's, Arte's sucks. Their cannolis suck. King Super's cannolis suck. Like, my grandmother made great cannolis, but some of these Italian delis... They just taste good. Like, you're just like, this is fucking good, man. That's how you know it's good. Okay, but how do you know if you're having the best of something? I don't know. You You know what I mean? You play it by ear. Because, like, you just see signs and they're like, best hamburger in town. And it's like, bitch, how did you figure that out? Fucking night shots. I tried every hamburger in town and this one was the only one that didn't give me the shits. Greg, 39. (laughs) No kids, three times divorced. That's it. Used Bosley for four years. Didn't work. <laughs> On his pubes. <laughs> he wanted him back. He wanted that book back. He, you know, he was a porn star in the 80s, but he's now... Sadly, a, nobody knows him anymore yeah. because they can't distinguish his, his, his voluptuous bush, bush anymore. <laughs> his jerry-curled bush. That's what he ended up doing. Anyways, 
Uh, I don't want to talk about Greg. <laughs> or his bush. <laughs> or his bush. But the best burger in town, Night Shots in Lovell, Colorado. Never had it, but I'm sure it's the best. I'm sure it's because like... Because they have a sign that says it. I'm sure it's mediocre at best. I mean, it's not. It's a bar called Night Shots. And there's meth that's sold on the daily. If you, if you ever... You're ever, not going to get the best burger in town at a biker bar. You're going to get the best meth, though. But where would you get the best burger in town? Because, like, you've got to, and you've got to, like, it's got to be, you got to take price into consideration. Right. You know what I mean? You got to take size into consideration because it can't that's be too si- big. That's size to If it's hard ratio. to bite into because it's so fucking packed with things, it's out of the question. Size to bun ratio. I ain't, I'm not Scooby-Doo. I can't yeah. unhinge my fucking jaw. Size to bun ratio really does make a difference. So you got, the so size you got of price, the patty. You got, you got quality of the meat. It's quality of the bun. And and, and and amount and, of greasiness and the, and, and the salad, right? It's got to be the right amount on the salad too. On, too, on the yeah, bird. but and also the right consistency of the salad. It can't yeah. be too like dry. When, when, it can't be too and, fucking soppy. And then and then when you have like a piece of lettuce that's like nine inches out, and yeah, you're no, like, that's a no go. Like that disqualifies you. Who the fuck you. decided to put a whole Caesar salad? The, on the fucking fourteen year old that works in the back that makes the burgers. <laughs> Here, eat this lettuce because you will fat fuck. Boom. And then he shoves it out the door, and you're no, like... No, that was me because I was too fucking lazy to just tear the lettuce from around the thing. So but you like, shouldn't There you go, to. you dickhead. You're paying $14 for a burger. You shouldn't have to peel the no, lettuce No, that's what I was saying. When I was the 14-year-old serving the burgers, I was too lazy to tear the lettuce off. And that's why my burgers were not <laughs> the best in town. Don't go to Lucas Burgers, because Lucas Burgers are bad. I would be good now, because I care. Is it because you switch from iceberg lettuce to spinach? Who put spinach on a burger? I've seen it. I've seen it. That is fucking disgusting. It's the same group. No, it is not. It they is, don't taste the same. They do taste the same. Spinach tastes kind of like cow food, and romaine <laughs> lettuce is good. Ro- they taste all the they same. They don't. It's all they leaves. do not. No, fucking romaine lettuce kind of tastes like water. And fucking <laughs> and leaves. It tastes like a fucking yeah. Leaf. But like spinach is very leafy. It's chewy. It's good. It's not bad. But it's not <laughs> fucking better than romaine. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay. So this is this is where you have the major discrepancies. Of okay, but if you had name like, your best burger in town, there's no way you can because there's okay. No, but you've got to you've got to say like it's just a fucking it's a cheeseburger. Yeah. It's a classic American cheeseburger, right? You got you got your fucking American cheese, cheddar cheese. You got your fucking... Uh, your burger. You got your, your burger. Your, your quarter pounder. You got your fucking bun. You got... And then you got your tomato, your onion, and, and your lettuce. And, lettuce. and that's it. That's all you got on there. And mustard. And mustard and, and ketchup. Mustard and ketchup. And, you know, the people who throw that wild fucking curveball with the mayonnaise... It can go okay. It can go okay, but it depends but on the... But is that like an American staple... Is, is the the mayonnaise on the top bun? Is that an American staple or is I it, think it's just the ketchup and mustard. I think that's all you go because, with. Because you know, on a hot day. What about pickles? Sometimes pickles you have on the side. You you, you That's right. You, you bite and you bite. And you, you get know? the big fucker. You know yeah, what I mean? The fucking fat fuck that you always right. begged your mom to. <laughs> <laughs> 
You're like, Mom, I want that fat fucking motherfucking pickle. She's like, don't say that. And you're like, I want the fat pickle. I want that pickle that's cut so fucking sharp it's going to slice my mouth open when I, I try to eat it. I want that pickle that, like, I fucking pull out the pickle out the jar that's bigger than my hand. <laughs> I have to ask Mom. And that shit's going to crunch. Fucking. Crunch. Classic or whatever the fuck it's called. Arrgh. Vlasic. So, Vlasic, whatever, fucking. Swan boy. <laughs> flaccid. What we call flaccid, flaccid <laughs> fucking pickles. <laughs> I see what they were doing. They were getting a little close to flaccid. They were flaccid. like, let's see how close we can get. <laughs> it's 1920. How close can we get to flaccid pickles? Flaccid. Well, you know, Kyle, get. I think we can get very close. Well, what do you got? I got flaccid. Perfect. Perfect. You draw a swan and put it out. <laughs> Put those fucking pickles up. <laughs> get these pickles out my door and get them on the shelf. I guarantee oh, that's. Uh, I guarantee that's what that was. Um, no, that was probably some fucking weird dude's last name, and all he gave a fuck about was pickles. He's like, and like Karen. Well, I have to have the best recipe for the for the pickle. No, ever. but dude, okay, think about that. Any like thing like that, it yeah. probably was some crazy dude who was like. Fucking wigging out of his house. Don't talk to me now. I'm this close to the perfect pickle. <laughs> She's like, I just want to give you a blowjob. Fuck you, pickle's more important. She's like, okay. <laughs> I mean, okay. I'm trying to leave behind a legacy here. <laughs> She's like, well, you know, it's just a pickle. It's just a bit. It, it's not just pickles. You don't understand. I've been explaining trying, my life's I'm, work to you for years. I'm trying to get the right... Crunch to taste to zinginess ratio inside one jar with multiple other pickles. This, this experiment is so big. You don't understand. This is so monumental. And then when he did it, he has a heart attack and dies. Perfect, and then, right? And then she fucking goes, look at these pickles I created. Right, and then somebody said... Mr. Vlasic gave his life for the perfect pickle. <laughs> He also fucked it up when he said it, too. <laughs> he completely undermined the life work of Mr. Flaccid. <laughs> Mr. Flaccid. His name was Mr. Flaccid, and some Russian cat came over and was like, Mr. Flaccid. And they were <laughs> like, oh, I get it now. And this is fucking... On his headstone, still a flaccid pickle. <laughs> Boom. Done. <laughs> Oh, yeah. That's man, a quick history. To of... be the world's pickle man. <laughs> what a person to be. <laughs> to be the world's pickle Okay. That's the name of this episode. To be the world's pickle man. The one. Imagine, I want to be that obsessed with something. I don't know if he was. He fucking might not have been he a crazy pickle a scientist. <laughs> but I would like to hope so that every time I crunch into I'm a pickle. I'm going to research whoever Vlasic was. You have to. Just to see what he was like. He better have a mustache. I'm fucking looking it up. <laughs> I just want to know. He uh, has to be a pickle, a crazy pickle scientist. Because I don't want to ever go throughout my day without eating a pickle. That isn't crunchy and just having in the in the front of my mind like, hey, some dude lost his mind and or life woman. to this crunch. What? A woman, Madison Vlasic. Fuck yeah. Okay. Look at it. But it won't let me. It won't let me. What do you mean? 
Oh, wait. Madison Vlasic Pickles is the name of the company. Let's look up Madison Vlasic. Nope. Joseph the Pickle King. <laughs> <laughs> he was almost at the 27 Club. <laughs> he died at 28. <laughs> Okay. Dude, he choked on a pickle. Oh, 28 years ago. Ah, I was gonna... What? Damn it. Fuck. uh. Oh, but that was funny enough, man. (laughs) He was almost part of the 27. (laughs) Uh, He died at 82. He was far away. The pickle king. Okay, but I want to see a picture of Joseph Flasic. I'm looking up that. That's nice that he named it not after himself, though. Probably named it after his daughter. Yeah. Or his wife. Yep, mustache, all right. Yeah. Oh, wait. That's no. that's somebody's fucking Facebook. Yeah, don't like that. What the fuck? Pickle boy. Where you at, pickle boy? Pickle man. Maybe he's not real. No, that's him right there with the fucking Walt Disney mustache. <laughs> it has to be. Look at that weird-ass forehead he is. Oh, wait, no. He's the one with the rape glasses. Ah. How do you know? Because there's another picture that's just him alone, but he's older. That's him. Oh, yeah, I'm looking at that. Okay. Damn. He looks like a pickle man. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, imagine your legacy. All you had to do was put a fucking cucumber in a jar with some vinegar. That's not all he did. He developed the perfect pickle. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. You just do that and you become a pickle king. Well, no, but that's what I'm saying is there's people like that all over the fucking the history yeah. of the world, you know? You got, like, like there's that whole movie of the dude who developed the fucking uh, automatic wiper blades. You know? True. And it's like, that dude was a fucking maniac. And all he was trying to do was just make wiper blades wipe on their own. He was like... He was like... I don't I don't want to do all this work, Rain. All right? You know, makes sense. Yeah. Mr. Vlasic was a Serbian mm-hmm. from the Russia areas. And he was coming to America saying, I put pickle in jar. It tastes better. No, you know why he was so obsessed? Because what? they called him Flaccid Vlasic. And he wanted to make the crunchiest, hardest pickle <laughs> you could fucking buy. His dick was always flaccid. Yeah, That's he, why. they all got around him in a circle Flas- and like, flaccid, flaccid. And he's like, shut up, guys. They're like, uh-huh. One day I'll show you. I'll create a hardness that'll last for a century. <laughs> <laughs> the pickle that crunches. Every boy's, every boy's problem in the locker room. Yeah. Everyone has that time. Where yeah. you get called. You're like, dude, I'm a grower. I'm surprised I didn't get more Woody jokes in my life. 
I've gotten called Woody a bunch in my yeah. life, but like that's not a bad. I mean, like that's not like negative, you know. So you had Woody, and then I, 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 you had Wood, and I had Long. So mm-hmm. that's like the two most prominent names for name calling. But I didn't yeah, but know. what are they gonna call you, Long Dick? Like what? The, the... No, they say Jeremy Short. <laughs> yeah, but you weren't short, so that's I know, not even a dick. But like Short Dick, and I would be oh. like, well, but that doesn't. That's not even clever. I just, I know, I'm like, I'm like, fuck you, man, like. Well, you want me to get hard? You want to compare? <laughs> like, what do you want from me, man? Like, see, no, but like, my name, the one thing that sucks is like my first name only rhymes with things that, like Lucas Pucus, Lucas Mucus, Lu- yeah. yeah, Lucas Ducus, or, you know, yeah. like whatever. <laughs> and it's like, so I did get that, you know? Yeah, but I guess mine's not as bad. I only got like Jerby. But that's yeah, just you like, can only just make your name into something funny. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, just changing yeah. the way it sounds. Jeremy Long Dick. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, that's pretty good. I think that's my new name. Yeah. Yeah. Even though it's not like super long or anything. <laughs> I'm not, I'm just an average cat. You know. Yeah. I could probably go down in the history books for having the most average dick. <laughs> <laughs> but only average to my terms. <laughs> it's just like. Fucking, you have a ruler just as average all the way down. So it's like, no matter what, you're like, I'm average, man. I promise. <laughs> you just tell yourself that every night. I pr- I'm average. Anyways. Anyways. Ah, oh, fuck. Yeah, fuck, man. That was good, though. I'm glad we went down the Vlasic hole. <laughs> <laughs> it's so easy to make fucking jokes of. Dude, You're not you even know, needing to... You know. You know they were just fucking ruining yeah, that, that guy, guy's life. That guy got shit. But then he made the perfect He became pickle. the pickle king. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't know why that shit's funny to me, but like the pickle. Pickles are funny, dude. This is like a weird thing to be the king It's of. so weird that they are cucumbers. You know what I mean? I, I know. I like, know. It's just so weird that you just put something in a jar for a while and it becomes something else. It is. Yeah. I wonder. Like, what do you put it in? Like, what? Like what is the? Like is it vinegar that pickles things? Like vinegar and like other spices and stuff. So can you like pickle eyeballs? Yeah. They do it all the time. They pickle pigs' feet. Like really? All that shit. Yeah. Everything that's pickled is in, like, the same type of concoction. I've only seen, like, one other thing that's pickled that's not... What was it, though? Pickled... Pickled beets, pickled pig's feet. I've only... Pickled yeah. grapes. Like, fucking... You can pickle anything if you... It, really? it just It just... It honestly extends the life of whatever you're eating. I mean... Hmm. <clears throat> that's kind of cool. No, it definitely is way... It's way cool, man. Like... I mean, obviously, pickling has been around for a long time. Right, like, right. It's just weird that, like, cute. It's not pickled cucumbers, it's just a pickle. It's just a pickle, yeah, right. But I Well, think that's because it's so commercialized and, yeah. like, the w- most widely eaten pickled things, so yeah, it's just a pickle, exactly, you know? Yeah. But I think that's why it's confusing, like, for me not totally knowing that, like, you could pickle fucking anything. Yeah. Like, because a pickle like, is a pickle, you know what I mean? A pickle is a pickle and it, it never should be mixed up with anything. With anything else, yeah. But like I want to know I I like things like that that like can become something else later on like grapes becoming uh raisins you know what I mean they can just they're just one thing and then you just let them fucking do something for a bit and they just become something else Right Or even like uh uh like kombucha you know what I mean 
Like you just let this tea fucking, fucking ferment, ferment and it becomes yeah. kombucha. So, before we get close to ending this very fun episode, I want to look into Hellman's real mayonnaise. <laughs> While we're on, <laughs> on this weird fucking kick, because, dude... He that is probably last the same, name. man. But Hellman's was like Hellman's is the best mayonnaise. But why mayonnaise? Like, why was that made? I wonder though. Like, you mean in general, why was mayonnaise made, or like, why did that guy specifically try and make mayonnaise? N- well, no. Like, why is it a thing? Like, why is it? Why do people love it so much? Because it's fucking good. I fucking hate mayo, man. Really? It makes I'll me eat. gag. Is it like Miracle Whip or Mayonnaise Mayonnaise? I don't know. I can't. I can never tell the difference. Miracle Whip's gross. Yeah, it's probably that one. Because, like, that's not even actually like mayonnaise. Mayonnaise has, like, a taste and it's good, you know? But, like, you can't put it in excess on things. Like, you have to be careful about how much mayonnaise. I think that's why. I think, I think as a kid, I think that's why it ruined any type of that type of condiment for me because there was people. That I would hang out with, like, where their parents would make the sandwiches, and they would fucking throw excess mayonnaise on shit, and I'm like, this shit is fucking gross. Mm-hmm. Like, if my fucking meat's sloppy, dog, mm-hmm. I can't <laughs> eat this fucking burger. Yeah, no, like, like my, my dad definitely puts, like, hella mayonnaise on sandwiches, and, like, because of that, I put, like, a real thin fucking layer of yeah, mayonnaise like, on shit. Yeah, like, I mean, that's, I do that with every condiment, though. I, yeah. I'm very, I'm very, I'm very fucking I'm very frugal con- with my condiments. Con- con- Right. About my use. I'm a conscious condiment user. <laughs> I'm also a conscious user of condoms. Yes. <laughs> abstinence, children, or condoms. Either way, you both. Because <laughs> <laughs> condoms equal abstinence. You're not actually You're fucking. not having sex if you're <laughs> using a condom. If you've only fucked with condom, you're still a virgin. You're Don't still, worry. You're still basically a virgin, dude. You. That's why on the first time you ever have sex... Either way, you just say one pump in, no condom, just one. Just so you're like, so okay, you I'm here, I've made it to Valhalla, it's fine. And then, <laughs> abstinent to condoms, everybody. That's what you need. Because they're the same. Because <laughs> they're the same. <laughs> I should never teach in a fucking health class. I would be the worst. I'd be like, yeah, man, just like, go ahead and fucking like, just do anal. It's the easiest one. <laughs> like, no worries. I got cut today. Just let it fucking get infected. He'll make you stronger. You'll be more resilient. I have bot flies. That's nasty. <laughs> you shouldn't even be fucking. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't want to look at mayo. It's going to make me gr- yeah. gross me out. Yeah, I'm not as interested in Mr. Hellman's but as I am as Mr. Vlasic. Mr. Vlasic. 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 We love you. Thank you for making Thanks for pickles. the perfect pickle, Pickle King. <laughs> the perfect crunch every time. It's literally undeniably... Honestly, okay, is it what, is it a crane? It, or a, uh, it's, it's a crane. Is it a crane? It's like in Dumbo and shit when they're bringing the babies in. Those are cranes. What's a stork? Is a stork basically a crane? Because I know that's the thing that brings the baby in. I thought you know it was a in? crane that brings the baby No, it's storks that bring babies in. My mama just snatched me off that stork. You flying in the air? You got snatched. And, that's and I was like, like, I was like, oh no, stork daddy. Where you leaving me at? 
meet the store. Wait a minute. Vlasic Pickles has meet the stork. Let's let's. Also, maybe it's the stork on their thing. <clears throat> meet the stork. In 1974, a wise-crashing Vlasic stork flew out of America's television screens with a message that that crunchy Vlasic is the best tasted pickle I've heard. You know what his real voice sounded like? Squat. Vlasic is the best tasted pickle I ever heard. <laughs> ever heard? The best tasting pickle you've ever heard? Vlasic is the oh, I, best. Okay, because it crunches. Yeah, I get it. And then I said, pro tip: serve on your burger, serve your burgers with a Vlasic pickle. Amateur tip: don't. That's fucking clever. Marketing gold. No, okay, but that goes a little bit to what we were talking about. Maybe I don't know if we talked with Ryan about this on the podcast or not. But we we're when we were talking about how they uh, the fucking what's the cereal people. Um, the cereal, the, the the fucking company that owns like every cereal, Kro- uh, Kro- oh Kroger, is or, it Kroger? Yeah, it's Kro- not Kroger, uh, Kellogg's. Kellogg, yeah, and how he just like told like their Everybody marketing set that you had to eat, eat breakfast. Yeah. Like that probably is the same thing where you're just like you eat burgers with pickles. That's what you do, you know, and it just makes you sell more pickles. And then people just now think that you serve you just burgers get a with pickles. Pickle. Yeah. I mean, I guarantee they're not all plastic, but... Well, no, but, like, it's a cultural thing now where you just get pickles with your burger, you know what I mean? But, like, I wonder if that at one point wasn't actually a thing, and it just was marketing that made it that way. What does a lovable stork with a a Groucho Marx voice have to do with selling pickles? Well, Vlasic was from the cold, cold tundra of Serbia, and he was being called... Flaccid, Vlasic. That's why this motherfucking stork is out here going. And eat storks the pickle. got the biggest, longest, hardest fucking, fucking bill. And so they'll fuck your shit up. All man. of Vlasic's uh, greatest creations had to do with incompetence. And honestly, even this fucking stork has rape glasses. That's he? Re- yeah, dude. Oh my god, he totally does. That's just a reincarnation of the homeboy, man, of the leader. Maybe they were making fun of him. Maybe he had a big nose and they were like, I know what to do. <laughs> you know what? You're right. Because it kind of does look like him, just with a massive fucking nose. Yeah. <laughs> fucking pickle in hand. Look how he pinches it at the top. I don't like that. Just like... Yeah, I don't like that. Anyways, anyway, yeah. All right, everybody. That's probably the end of that. Yeah, we, we can go on and on. Um, thank you for listening. Yeah, if you got always. through the flaccid Vlasic shit, thanks. We love you. <laughs> I know we're really dumb. But I don't know. But th- it's, it's Tuesday, man. Like, this is just, like, middle of the week shit. Or, like, beginning of the week shit. Like, we're still... It's like we're waking up from a long nap. You know? Right. We're still getting adjusted. The week hasn't really happened it's 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 happening but we're just kind of chilling we're just going along but anyway if you made it this far thank you we love you go and uh go and watch our our new video for 150 feet beneath the surface on uh thursday and uh go and watch the soundcloud diaries baby come into the candy land baby you gotta come you gotta come to the candy land see king kombucha on god best fucking rap ever best rap record you'd ever seen in your whole motherfucking life all right baby Uh, it's it's killer honestly it's it's good it It is pretty good but anyways thank you guys we love you uh song of the day is a glenn miller song um i'm just gonna pick a random one 
Like, just, just pick one. It doesn't yeah, matter. I'm just going to pick a random Glenn, Glenn Miller song because they're all beautiful. They're all good. They're, it's all good. They're groovy. It's all good, but, baby, baby. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I love you guys. Right, I love you. Bye. Pennsylvania 65,000.